Coming up on today's show, Fortnite has released an industry-changing update, Counter-Strike 2 has been announced, Resident Evil 4 remake reviews, and much more. This is, uh, this is a spicy show. I'm, dude, I'm digging, sp- the, digging the content. <laughs> it's a spicy show. It's such, This was going to be, I was going to pitch it to you and see what you thought, and I knew you would have been on board. I wanted to make this full-on Resident Evil celebration, the Resident Evil special, go over four because it got fucking amazing reviews. Um, and now that it's out, like just have a whole thing, do our favorite Resident Evil games, like do a whole, just a whole show, right? Because mm-hmm. I know you and I would love that, and maybe like one of our audience, maybe like five other like people. <laughs> um, but dude, some crazy shit happened this week, and I, I, I'm gonna yeah. get into why some of these things are actually like massive pieces of news. Um, but before we do, I should probably roll the intro. Welcome back, everybody, to the Pixel Candy Podcast, our weekly podcast covering everything on the latest in gaming news, movies, television, and pretty much all things nerdy. I'm your host, Alan Sensich, and I'm here with my co-host, as usual, the controller snapping, Senchacho. How is life treating you? Oh, man. You know, life's good. Um, for anyone who listens, a lot of clients listen, a lot of a couple of colleagues listen. Um <laughs> Amazon announced they're doing 9,000 more layoffs, and my division's included, so good times over here. <laughs> Getting all sweaty, wondering if we're going to have a job in like Oh, a boy. Month. Well, when, when's that going to drop? Like, when are you going to know? We're supposed to know by the end of April, and it's like, that's the worst part. It's like, you know, they tell you it's going to happen, and you know there's these people who barely know you somewhere in the U.S., and they have a spreadsheet, and they're just like mm, yeah, figuring out. Is this person going to pay his mortgage? Mm, maybe not. But anyway. Well, fuck, man. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I was going to like yeah, dive into like, do? this week is so sick. We got some great news. We got Resident Evil 4 out. A lot of great, news. <laughs> but, lot of great, oh, damn, lot of great uh, news. I might have way more time to focus on this and the contents. No, I'm just kidding. I, I'm sure I'll be fine, man. Like I, I've been able to do some pretty creative things at work. I'm well-liked by leadership. I don't think it's going to be a problem. If, if local leadership has anything to say, and I think they do, that's always important. If, lo- if your local leaders have a decision where they can weigh in, that's always better than like someone in the U.S. just like ticking a box. I think that's the case. So I think I'm going to be fine. It's honestly, there's so many people that listen that either are in the industry or know someone in the industry that's laying people off right now. It'll be fine. This happens. Uh, it man. sucks to... Every yeah, industry. Like, yeah, it sucks to lose your job, but we'll we'll get through this collectively, you know. Uh, it's just it might be it might be a stressful like realistically a couple of years. So, but in the meantime, like cool stuff is still happening. Choose to focus on well, that. And that is the message. Let, yes, let let's hope that a few of these stories actually directly affect your job in a good way. Let's just throw it out in the universe that these things are going to change the industry and things are going to be turned on their heads and they're going to need you to push all the shit. It's going to work out, okay? Yeah. Because I'm, like I I'm said, for it. we were going to do a full Resident Evil thing. And we're <laughs> going to get there, okay? It's going to be in the later half of the show. We're going to talk about all the reviews. Spoiler, Resident Evil 4 Remake is a fucking masterpiece. It's getting the craziest good reviews. Uh, we're going to go over all that. We're going to go over some more about Resident Evil because you and I love that series. And we can talk all day about it. Um, oh, yeah. So if you are a fan of Resident Evil, please stick around because that's going to be a lot of fun. If you are not, honestly, listen to a few things we have to say. (laughs) Maybe we can convince you to finally give it a shot because I think not having my hands on it, given what everyone's saying, this seems like another very good starting point for someone who has never, ever played a Resident Evil game. But before we get there, I mentioned it before, a bunch of shit happened this week and I was like watching the news. I was like, yeah, okay, like we'll just, we'll do a a pretty straightforward show. And there's two stories right off the top that I want to get to. Because I think they have, honestly, without overblowing the the hype or being hyperbolic, whatever, I think both of these stories have a pretty crazy or will have a pretty crazy impact on the entire gaming industry. So the first story is Fortnite and them releasing what is called Creative 2.0. Have you at all heard about this this week? Do you know what this is? Have you heard through the ether anyone covering it yet? Not yet. The last experience I had in Fortnite was somebody told me, I don't remember who it was. It might was probably Trish. Somebody was like, hey, go watch the Kid Leroy concert in Fortnite. And I was like, that sounds kind of dumb. And then I was like, well, 
when I listen to, again, trying to be more open-minded with gaming, I'm like, when I listen to this advice, it's usually good. So I went into, and like, you know, got a little high, went and watched a Kid Leroy concert in Fortnite, and it was badass. So that's my last experience with Fortnite. As far as what they're doing, I know they've rolled out like Unreal 5 into it a little bit, to some degree. I know that there's a lot of improvements, but I hadn't heard this specifically. I heard, I heard about first-person mode, which I think is going to be change so- the game. Yeah, that that's leak heavy, like but leaks in terms of like we have our hands on videos of people using it. What mm. Creative 2.0 is is Epic's Unity suite applied to Fortnite. In layman's terms, it is a make whatever the fuck you want using Unity tools in the Fortnite game. That is oh, insane. Boy. Let me elaborate on what this actually means because they had a Creative suite before. <clears throat> But what they're doing with the, the the new Unity engine and Unreal 5 and like all these fucking things, dude. This is like if you know what if anyone out there knows what Roblox is, very similar. Or mm-hmm. PlayStation Dreams or Little Big Planet or any of these Minecraft to an extent. Like a game that is strictly built on allowing you, the player, to make whatever comes to mind using their incredible suite of tools. The difference with this and Fortnite's been doing this for years. They're always at the forefront of fucking everything. And while I don't play the game because I'm just not into like their version of the Battle Royale, I still have crazy respect for it. I don't know any other brand that has folded in so many IPs other than like like Funko Pop, maybe. Mm-hmm. They have ties to every fucking Lego. brand. Legos, L- Legos a good one. That. Legos. Yeah. I mean, there there are a few, right? In terms of gaming, <laughs> yeah. it's unprecedented. They have absolutely yeah. crushed it, and they went from. Do you even remember what Fortnite was when it released? It was called Save the World, and it was like a tower defense game. <laughs> I you would literally. Yeah, yeah. You, so in the multiplayer, when you're building all these crazy things, you would just do that and have hordes and just try and survive. Like that was it. Nobody mm-hmm. cared. Sounded like a really, really, really bad mobile game. Yeah, that's, ba- that's basically. That's what it as, I think, if I remember right. And now. they updated it not too long after to have the Battle Royale mode. And, f- dude, years and years later, here we are. And it is, like, one of the most popular games in the entire fucking planet. It makes a buttload of money. It has skyrocketed Epic to such a crazy fucking degree. We all know the craziness with Fortnite. What this is about to do for gaming, because, like, yes, we have roadblocks. We we have things like the exclusive PlayStation Dreams. We we have a lot of these games. Like even fucking Far Cry has a crazy good level mm. editor um, that you can take advantage of. Mario this Maker Two, exactly. Great. But you know these are all very niche to the game. Mm. The, the, there's a lot of restrictions and all these different things. Um, if you do yourself a favor, if you're listening to this and you're kind of curious what I'm talking about, go on TikTok, YouTube, your choice, Reels, whatever the fuck you like to to watch. Type in Fortnite Creative and see what the fuck these people are making because it's been out for two days. And, <laughs> and people, it's insane. people have already remade Call Minecraft of Duty maps level. that look one-to-one. Yeah. Like, I'm talking, like, realism, dude. This is no longer, forget everything you know about Fortnite and being that cartoony, mm-hmm. uh, really bright, splashy art style. Gone. You can still do that, but now they have realistic assets with the volumetric lighting and all this crazy fucking nonsense that everyone talks about in, in like high tier games it's like all space. there you can make it look like dead space Pete, like i want to download it now and start playing because there's all these levels i saw one it kind of looked like a haunted mansion thing look we're not even talking about like fighting anymore where it's team deathmatch mm. we're talking about you're making single player experiences in the unreal yeah, engine using fortnite and now you add the fucking first person mode in there this is I get so excited for these type of games yeah. and it started back when like little uh, big planet was doing it and they really tapped in I think as one of the first to mm-hmm. not only let's make a side scroller that's what it started with like Mario Maker right like you can only really make so many things in those games by little mm-hmm. big planet 3 you could do whatever you want you can make a first person shooter you can make a racer you could do what you could branch out of that mold and do whatever comes to mind this is just the evolution with Epic, the amount of money they have, the high-end fucking assets that they have access to, all provided free to the player. And this is like, I think you need a PC, just disclaimer, if you want to make any of this stuff. I don't know if it's on console, but anyone on any console, if you have access to Fortnite, you can play those maps once they're uploaded. Mm-hmm. So this is just like, 
you got to imagine all the other games we we noted, right? Roblox maybe aside that that has a massive user base. Think of how many people play Fortnite. Do the math in your head, right? Like you look at something you've played Mario Maker, you went on the 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 internet version of that game to find mm-hmm. like levels people have created. There's endless amount. You could play a level every minute till the day you die. You'll never touch even a small fraction Dude, of what's out we- there. We've gone so down the rabbit hole with this. We keep finding worlds people have made that feel like they've been made by Nintendo. Yeah. And we yeah. just, so what we do is we find one that's been recommended on on Reddit or TikTok, or we, we see like, oh, like go to this creator. He makes really good levels that feel like they're Nintendo. Then we go to that creator and all the ones he liked. Yeah. And we go there. And then when we a, find another one we like, like, then we go to that, like crazy. I mean, just like finding, surfacing any content, right? And we are like, Cheryl and I will literally just like, that's all we do together now is play that game. It's a great pastime. Cause she, and, and so much of it is in the Super Mario World, Super Nintendo art style, which she loves. Mm, yeah. And we just, we've been playing that for like weeks now. It's awesome. Well, now but wrap this your is a head whole around, yeah, wrap your head around, the, first of all, the amount of people. The, the fact that you were able to find those many levels on <clears throat> Super Mario Maker 2 exclusive to the <laughs> Nintendo Switch. Just that yeah. dwindles down the amount of people making content, right? Think of the user-generated content. I, I, I told you, it's been out for two days. There is all, there's already some of the most amazing things you've ever seen. Fucking dinosaurs mm-hmm. walking through, smashing through a building like Dino Crisis, and you got to fucking take them all on. Like, really cool shit, but this is just the beginning. This just released this week. And now that it's out and what they're saying this thing is going to do and the amount of people that play, the capabilities of it all, like, this is the shit that excites me, man. I remember when Dreams came out, I was so fucking pumped for that game. And I put, like, I think I put, like, 100 hours in the first, like, two months of that game because I was just exploring the weird things that people create. Because this is what I've always been saying about a lot of things. Like, I've told you in the past, I I watch a lot of YouTube. I watch more YouTube than Mm -hmm. I do television. Because... As much as I love TV, I love film, I love all of these things so much. There's something about this this big studio, Fox, Disney, whatever the fill in the fucking blank of whoever's making the production, right? Mm. The government tier system of people that have to come together and make that thing. The concessions that are made because of that, like the conflicts, the agreements, the the heart, like it's this huge thing that the end product. I think we're lucky a lot of the time to get it turning out so well, you know, like watching Mandalorian yeah. right now. I'm just like, holy fuck. Like the, whoever's behind all this shit knows what they're doing. Cause they work so well together. John Favreau, when, John Favreau just, well, he's, he's helming it. Yeah. You know? But when you go to YouTube and you're following a YouTuber and you're, you're following their videos or whatever, short films, whatever the fuck it might be, you know, that the vast majority, because they have editors, a lot of these guys have like a team that will edit them together. But like, it's, it's, it's one mind kind of creating these things or two or three. It's a very, very small team that has a focused idea. They execute it and they deliver it. And things like dreams, like dude, to this day, like you want to talk about horror games. Some of the most disturbing, crazy ass fucking horror experiences are PlayStation dreams. dreams. I'm telling you, you will have fucking nightmares about this shit. And now that this Fortnite thing's happening, um, I'm definitely like I'm definitely gonna download it. I don't know like how open it is right now to explore or whatever. Like I haven't uh, dove into it, but you can tell I'm fucking pumped for this, man. I want to see where this goes yeah. and what it means for the industry. It's funny. I I, I had Fortnite on my system for so long and I just deleted it because I was like, ah, after that Kid Leroy concert, I'm like, I don't really play. So I was um I deleted it. Now I might download it again. I feel like there's an open AI. Like generate, I shouldn't say open AI because it's a brand. Generative AI play there, where if they filled oh, in some just of that tech, wait. just oh, to yeah. fill out the corners. Oh my god! Are you kidding like, me? Like crazy. with that happening and fucking Chat GDP and all these these evolutions yeah. of things happening so fucking quickly, give Fortnite another two years, and you'll oh, probably be able yeah. to go in, type a bunch of things into a keyword. I want to play. Already, someone's remade the first Call of Duty Zombies map. Like one to one, <laughs> it looks almost identical it has all the upgrade systems everything you can probably go in and be like i want to want to call of duty uh zombies you know i want this map recreate it but i want it in the style of care bears 
and yeah, I yeah, want it voiced yeah. by all Hit three like, buttons. It's done. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You can just throw it whatever the fuck you want, and I guarantee it's going to spit it out in like a couple of years. Oh, for sure. I'm excited. I'm excited. It's it's just so cool to see the freedom. And you know what? Hey, Amazon. If things don't work out, I'm going to go to Epic and be like, "Hey guys, I will sell sponsorships within because that, that's a job. Like they have, they must have a legion of business development people like me." They go out and secure all these partnerships. They must. Oh, God. Yeah. So they're yeah, always the right. leaders and everything. We'll that's what I'm saying, right? Like all the things they've done in the past. That Kid Leroy concert. Um, what was the one that I went to? Tra- no. Travis Scott. The Travis Scott one Travis Scott one is, was is unreal. I downloaded yeah. it specifically for that. And I was like, this is actually really fucking cool. So yeah. they went from being a game no one cared about to being one of the biggest games ever in the history the of video games. <laughs> to I mean they they opened up the store to the, being Epic the metaverse, store in that time basically being the metaverse having virtual concerts I mean that could not have happened in a better time than right before COVID that was and not a COVID feel, product I know and it doesn't feel like there's a bunch of suits behind it bending and twisting it the way some of these other companies are you know it just feels uh, yeah like weird th- I'm sure there things is, where you're like but... wait this sounded cool but yeah. why is yeah <laughs> yeah there doesn't seem to be any of that like there's been no mention to my knowledge maybe i'm wrong about this but there's been no mention of nfts there's been no mm. mention of like just all the shit like i've been listening to zuck now since i left facebook in zuck. what fucking when did i leave last march when i left facebook in last march ever since and even a little bit when i was there i've been listening to this guy just tell the world that he's just essentially going to do what everybody else did last year and i'm like Okay, like it never feels that way with Epic. Everything with Epic is yeah, like they're always the leader. They're the man. first to the table. It's amazing. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really fucking pumped for this. Anyone that plays Fortnite, I'm happy for you. And uh, yeah, I just I can't wait to explore this and actually see kind of. Never mind, you know, if I explore it over the weekend because I won't. Resident Evil's out now. Um, but get, <laughs> exactly. just give it time. This is going to exponentially. <sighs> Not yeah. only get stuff from creators, but you know, like we said with AI and little things, like they're just going to expand the fuck mm-hmm. out of this. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, now, not not to the same degree, but another piece of news that it, I don't follow this closely, so I don't know if this came out of nowhere or it just wasn't on my radar. But fucking Counter-Strike 2 was announced this week. And <laughs> I don't know if you are familiar with the legacy that is Counter-Strike. That very, blew very, my very fucking game. mind, dude. Very old game. It's yeah. going on, I think, 20 plus years. This was yeah. the Call of Duty before Call of Duty and has still yeah. remained not just squeaking by, Some, yeah. super relevant, and in most cases leading the esports scene since its fucking conception. So the right. fact they announced the sequel, I was like, holy shit, okay, like, I'm just curious what that means, though. Like, what is a sequel to one of the greatest, most legendary first person shooters of all time look like? From what I can gather, um, they're doing the right fucking thing, man. Because we're going on what? I think it's year eight of Rainbow Six Siege. And I talk about this game mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. I have anxiety when I imagine they're going to do it. It's it, it's their most, I think Ubisoft's, not most, but one of their most ongoing successful games to date. They're going to make a sequel one day. They said they were committed to a 10-year plan. We're coming up on two years from the end of that plan. What does a sequel for that game look like? Because I'm close to that, I get stressed <laughs> because I'm like, okay, I have sunk. I don't know how much fucking money into this game, getting skins, mm-hmm. unlocking characters, like just honing in on my skill set and like knowing the maps and like every like I am married to this game and I know for a fact that's how Counter-Strike players are with Counter-Strike. Yeah. But fuck it, three times the amount of time put in, right? Yeah. They're doing this so well, man. Every like from what I can see isn't kind of an outside player. They're basically taking the original maps. They're not changing anything. The geometry is staying exactly the same. And they're just upresing it and changing every little fucking piece to look like gorgeous and beautiful and brand new and shiny and all these things. Obviously there'll be new maps that are brought in. Um, they're going to tweak like the movement system a little, which is a really big thing for that game. But they're like we were talking about Fortnite being the leaders of all these different things. Counter Strike was one of the leaders in first person like technology, like how to uh, like like eliminate your 
not lag, but like having your input be fucking so surgically precise. And they make all these mm. like updates and these things. And with two, that was a big focus is like they have all this fucking technology now. So it's like there's no latency. It's like you fucking click your mouse, your trigger's like shot at the exact same time with absolutely no delay. So there's all these things happening there. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, like I can't keep up with the technology leaps in all these fucking games. They introduced a new smoke mechanic, which is like volumetric smoke. So like if you were to throw it into a shaft, it will it will fill out that shaft's shape perfectly with smoke and pour out whatever sides are open, like realistically, you know what I mean? Mm. If you shoot a bullet through it, the 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 air will dissipate and kind of move away from the bullet. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. There's just all these fucking things and I'm like this is cool, dude. Like I love seeing all these kind of advancements and I don't know, I felt like this week was just a lot in terms of like well, oh, they gotta, shit, I don't know to take And you know in. what? For whether it's Rainbow Six, you know, Counter Strike Two, it's like take a page out of IO Interactive's book when they did Hitman one, two, and three and like all mm. the suits we unlocked, all the you progress expand, we had. You don't reinvent all exactly. Just like let us fold in the first one into the second one. Don't do what fucking Call of Duty Warzone did. Didn't everybody lose everything? Yeah. Dude, you lost Insane. everything. And fuck That's such all a, of yeah. that. Well, I have a comment I was going to make, but I can't. <laughs> About that fucking game. But anyway. The, the thing with Counter-Strike, though, is they also have the um, like the cosmetic economy. So there's an actual yeah. thing in Counter-Strike. It became a huge fucking deal. Say you get one of the most iconic skins. It's like, like a .001% chance of unlocking. It's like the ultrast of rare. And you get it. There's a store that you can go on and I can sell that skin to you for real money and you can bid whatever the fuck you want on it. So there is this whole oh, black market of people making money off skins and circulating. It's not black market shit. if they if they if they create an You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I th- I th- it's yeah, totally legit, it's but it's like pe- cool. people get fucking people there's scams. There's all sorts of shit going on in there. Yeah, yeah. Um now I that's the one thing I haven't looked into this and I'm curious to find out is if like all that stuff, all those things carry over. I would imagine so, because to your point, like Warzone, I I didn't play a lot of Warzone, so it meant nothing to me. Mm-hmm. But Rainbow Six Siege 2 drops, and they're like, nah, man, you can't use literally any of the skins you purchased for the first game, even though all the same operators are going to be available. But you got to like buy them again, and you got to do all the shit all over again. I, I'll, I'll play it, but <laughs> like, I'm going to be really upset about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't put in as much time. I feel like when mm-hmm. you expand and fold in, you're just you're just creating an exponential experience. There's going to be people that come to it out of the box brand new anyway, but anybody who's put yeah. in 100, 200 hours, like, let them reap the benefit of that. And I'm curious if uh, if this means that, there's no word of it yet, but if we'll actually finally see like a Counter-Strike 2 on consoles. So they're putting in all this work. Um, it's never, ever, it's always been like a PC man's game. Mm-hmm. So uh, so I'm curious about that. But those two, right off the bat, totally had my interest. Um, these next two, I just threw in here because I think these are fun, man. Do you remember, because you might have been too old for this and I can't recall. Do you remember Lego Racers for PlayStation 1? I do. I do where you built racers. your own car, and it was a it was a kart racer, just like Mario Kart. Mm. Like it was actually fucking really good back in the day. Um, there's a new one, and it goes by I the name Lego 2K Drive, and this game looks so fucking good. Can it just, just looks like, like such a fun time. Can we just 2K? Can you stop fucking putting 2K in every game? Like. We don't need that kind of... That's not needed. You know what I mean? Like, zero people are like, you know what this game's missing? The name of the company who makes it in the title. No, no <laughs> one wants to their brand awareness, you know? man. <laughs> Just stop. Just stop. But no one gives a shit. There's no... They don't... There's nothing they gain from that. If you think about it like a marketer, there's nothing they gain from having 2K in the fucking name. Nobody's like, I'm going to buy more 2K games because Lego Drive is amazing. It's like, the rest of their games are sports games. And like... Grand Theft Auto. It's not, but it's not in the Grand Theft Auto name. It's not like Grand Theft 2K Auto. Fucking stupid. Anyways, continue. <laughs> very, very passionate opinion about that. Um, I, I just wanted to send you the trailer because have you watched anything about it? I've not. No, I just I heard they were doing it, and I'm like yeah. Lego, like because that's what I was saying. Like the, the um, uh, from a licensing and branding point of view, Fortnite Epic does a fantastic job. 
However, I would say Lego is the same, if not better. Like it's well, and they've been around for fucking ages, right? I know. Um, but what this game is for anyone who never played uh, Lego Racers, it's a kart racer. But being Lego, you can fucking create out of Lego pieces in the game whatever car you mm. can imagine. So go, rewind to back being you know fucking four or five years old and playing with Legos. You can make the most ridiculous, just non-aerodynamic vehicle you could ever imagine. And you can race with it. Um, but they're they're making this one look really cool in terms of like, I think if you you know you go over water by the tap of a button, it turns into like the boat that you designed. And then you have like a, you can go back to being a car or a fucking, I don't know, some sort of flying ship. Like there's all sorts of things. It, mm-hmm. this isn't a game I'm going to go Watch out the and trailer. buy like, day one, it. but, but it looks, dude, it looks no, fun. Cause you, you loved, what was it? Uh, Hot Wheels Unleashed. Hot Wheels Unleashed was amazing. And this looked basically and, the same, except yeah. more fun. Yeah. But it, it almost looks like open world. And I don't know if it's just really wide open what that means maps or whatever I, this game just looks like a fucking blast so i wanted to mention it looks it like it because, might have a twisted metal element to it yeah so i saw the headline and it was what did they say um this is the this is the mario kart and burnout like love child they didn't know i needed mm, and i'm mm, like yeah because right. <laughs> it's all about smashing through other cars and like um but yeah. the thing comes out in like a month too it's out in may amazing um, so yeah, just wanted to mention that anyone who likes driving games, it's so it's one of those funny, games I'll buy on fucking discount. Oh, 100%. It'll be on it'll be on PlayStation Plus within a year. I funny you mentioned that. I literally, it's 2023, two weeks ago because Mario Day had there was a Mario Day sale and I got it for like 25 bucks off. I bought Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. And hey, I was did, like, did you get like pass eight years old. Or Are you good with just? Just the basic the game for now. For now. Okay. Yeah, yeah, just the regular stuff. I, I didn't there know there was no deal in or whatever. Uh, yeah, I think you can get like all the DLC for another twenty or thirty bucks or something. I'm like, I don't need all that right now. It's uh, we got it. So Grayson played it when he was getting his hair cut. They had like a switch at his hairdresser or whatever. Oh. And he's like, I really like this game, Dad. And I, I was talking to Cheryl. I'm like, Nintendo never does sales, and Mario Day, they, it's twenty five bucks off. Like, if we, if we should, if we want to buy it, we should buy it now. So that is what we did, and we've been having a blast. That's one of those games that you definitely get your money with, and you just play over years. You know, yeah. it's not like a yeah. game you just yeah, hammer yeah. out a few hours, and then you're like, "I am done with this," and you move on. You always go back to Mario yeah, Kart no. if you own it. You know, exactly. It's true. Um, the last game I wanted to just bring up because this one caught me off guard uh, is Hyper Light Breaker was announced this week, mm-hmm. and. I don't know if you ever played or heard of Hyperlight Drifter, but that's a game that came out a while ago, and it was like a top-down, like not 2D, but like kind of I don't know, hack and slash, whatever. Beautiful art style, super fun to play. Mm-hmm. This fucking sequel, like again, caught me off guard because it is, it's apparently a procedurally generated, infinitely open world thing, but you're like an over-the-shoulder. 3d modeled character running through what looks like no man's sky colorful ass levels and like i don't know if it's dark souls combat or just hack and slash but it is like the most chaotic thing ever and given the pedigree of the first game i just know this is gonna fucking crush and i Mm. want to play it but i don't really understand like what the moment to moment loop is Mm-hmm. But again, this is just one of those games. If anything I just said sounded even remotely interesting, go watch the trailer because it looks like a it, it looks like a very it looks like Breath of the Wild like took some drugs, you know? <laughs> yeah, kind of. It's kind like, of the kind of the vibe. Like they have a hang glider and everything. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, and I I don't even have anything else to say about this game. I just like I really want to fucking see what it is. <laughs> like I want to. Well, it's like that, when yeah. Dead Cells came out. I knew nothing about that game. But I love the way it looked. It sounded cool. I got it, and it's like one of my favorite games ever. So please check this out. Yeah, for sure. Now, for the real meat and potatoes of the episode. Well, for some. Resident for Evil people, 4. The remake. Give me people who are like, um, this is it. I'm logging off. Thanks. Thanks for the last half hour. Well, here's the thing, right? I said it before. If you're not a big fan of Resident Evil, sure, that's fine. Um, 
but just you must not like this podcast is realistic (laughs) the fucking reviews for this game dude i could not be happier we so we wrapped up last week's show and of course as soon as we posted it all the fucking reviews for this game came out a week before the game launched and this shit is sitting nice and pretty at so far i know it's only uh well it's almost the end of march this is the highest rated game of the year so far by like which a good margin cra- like which i'm happy about but did not expect because to your Mm-mm. point last week it's a little weird and i didn't think this many people were gonna love it but I, it got me like i was already so fucking excited for this game and now seeing these scores so right now currently so this is like again a week the game's out it's it's been the reviews have been out for a week it's sitting at a 93 on metacritic on open critic, it has a ninety-two percent top critic average, and ninety-seven percent of critics recommend it, which is like a whole other category, right? It's like, what do you rate it versus like, would you recommend this game? Yes or no? Ninety-seven percent are saying, go fucking play this game. I could not be more happy. Gamespot ten out of ten. IGN ten out of ten. Game Informer nine point five out of ten. Like, it just fucking look at any review, and most people are like this game just absolutely blew my tits off whether you're a fan and you know what to expect or you have never played this game or even a resident evil game before that's the thing that got me i can't imagine how this is your first foray (laughs) gotta be a little jealous i'm a little jealous it's like i kind of want to be that person um you've played the demo we talked about it last week are you surprised that it got this high a review? Like, where were you imagining it sitting when all that shit came out? I thought it was going to be somewhere in like the the high eighties, like low nineties, just because I I feel like that's where a lot of Resident Evil games have sat. I feel like it's not; it hasn't been this franchise that people who love it love it, but people who are like meh, like are just like I don't. This is not for me. And some people straight up don't like horror games. Like it's very yeah. niche in a lot of ways. So I didn't think it would have like this mass appeal. It seems to. And I think it's because four, well, four got such critical acclaim when it came out. I think it's that critical acclaim for the story and just like how revolutionary it was at the time being combined with the fact that it's been brought up to current gen. I think those two things together just created some magic. And uh, I'm, I'm really happy that's the case. Because yeah, for for whatever reason, not because not that I don't think I'll like I'll dislike it at all. I just thought like eighty nine, ninety, but to have it have a ninety three and have GameSpot and IGN give it ten is crazy. Like it sounds like a lot of the things they removed, I guess altogether were for the better, Um, and all the changes they made were like everyone's like there's not one change they made where I was like why the fuck you know why did you have to go do that? It seems to be genuinely just everything is top-notch um and god damn what is it we got an hour and 20 minutes till this thing drops for us um so that's all i'm gonna be doing this weekend but uh what i wanted to go over before this game comes out and we we can come back to it after i think that'll be Mm -hmm. interesting what are your top resident evil games i don't know if we can go as far as doing what do you want to do like a top 10 there's a lot of resident evil games Covering a lot every of like way back to the PS one, whatever you want to cover. Yeah, yeah. So I would say my my favorite Resident Evil game, and I think it's because of the time that I played it, which was like COVID dropped on us March thirteenth, twenty twenty, and I'm pretty sure I started playing this game like March fourteenth, twenty twenty, because I'm like, well, what am I gonna do with my time? I'm gonna stay up late, two weeks to flatten the curve. I'm gonna play video games and just like get drunk just what everybody was doing and i played resident evil 2 remake and i played it four times i played claire's story i played leon's story and then i did like i forget how that was set up but you basically in order to fully beat the game you had to play both stories twice and Mm. make decisions and that was that blew my mind because the last time i played i don't even think i played the original resident evil 2 i played the original resident evil 1 and resident evil 3 and for some reason i didn't play 2 and playing it on PS5, was it PS5? It was PS4, because PS5 wasn't out yet. Um, absolutely blew me away. The, the stress and tension of Mr. X <laughs> in Resident Evil 2 is unlike anything I've ever seen in a game. 
followed closely by Resident Evil 7, which I think is my number two. So mm. number one, Resident Evil 2. Number two, Resident Evil 7. Having back, what's the guy's name? The, the, the dad? What's his name? Baxter? In, in Resident Evil 7. Game? In Resident Evil 7. Oh, the Baker family? Jack, Baker, Jack. Baker family. Jack Baker chasing you through the house. Very similar to <laughs> prof- very similar to Mr. X. I don't know what it is. Being chased through the that stuff. It just it's kinda like Outlast. It's kinda like that yeah, that like adrenaline yeah. rush. And uh I thought that was really well done. And I liked that they took kind of the first person side of things with Resident Evil Seven. Yeah, so it was I like think the first it's time like they two. Ever did that. Yeah, I think it's two, then it's seven, then three. I wouldn't even say the remake was great, but I would even say three, the original because it has nostalgic value because I I played it so much. And quite honestly, they took a lot of that game out in the remake, which was unfortunate. That was unfortunate. So three going all the way back. And then after that, I kind of like, I liked village. Let's do top five. Village kind of said two more. So village number four, you'd say. So village would village would be number four. Love village played village a bunch. Made a run for the platinum, couldn't do it because of the mercenary missions, whatever. But played that game a whole, whole bunch. I'm gonna go back and play over the shoulder because I just think that's gonna be a great experience. Love Lady Demetresque, like loves so many things about that game. Um, I'm trying to think of what my five would be. <coughs> Probably because I've yeah. Resident, well, then Resident Evil 3 Remake. So Resident Evil 3 Original and Resident Evil 3 Remake. Because the remake was really, really good. Because um, you got to treat those like two separate games because of how much they changed. Yeah. Oh, I, even even yeah. two from the original. God. But I went on a tear, man. Like through 2020, I played all of them. So I played Revelations 1 mm. and 2. I played 5, 6. I played uh, obviously 7, Village, Remake 2, Remake 3, the original. The, ori- the original's actually got to be number 5 instead of Resident Evil 3 Remake. My number 5 is the original Resident Evil because that game is just so iconic, and I really hope they remake that one next. God, on the RE engine, fucking please. Oh, dude. Do, you re- do you remember Resident Evil Deadly Silence? It was the PlayStation 1 first-person Resident Evil game where there was just a dot in the middle of the screen, and you, like haphazardly we had a burned copy of it so you might not have ever played it um but yeah that that all makes sense like i was thinking really hard about mine because there's also like dude there's a lot of spin-offs to this fucking game no, um no. there's the the chronicle games that were on like the wii like yeah. the the rail shooters not that that would ever make like my top five but there's like the revelation games fucking shit like deadly silence but i thought about it and like honestly Number one is Resident Evil 1 for me. Nothing yeah. has beat my first... And to be fair, the version of it is like the remake version. So the, the most latest yeah. being like what's available on your PlayStation 4 or Xbox One. Mm. Um, but that was a remake on the GameCube, which got up to the Wii, which got up to a PlayStation 4 and Xbox One version. It's all the same game. Um, that original fucking game, I beat the PS1 version I don't know how many times. To where, like, I could map out the Spencer Mansion, like, the back of my hand. Then that remake came out on all the systems I just said, and I played every single fucking version of that remake probably two or three times. Mm -hmm. To the point where, like, I was playing Minecraft years ago, trying, from memory, just building the Spencer Mansion. Because, like, that's how much I've walked through those fucking, like, corridors. Mm -hmm. That is, without a doubt, my number one. And you better believe if they fucking make... A remake and we're gonna get to that because i want to talk about where they go next mm-hmm. after the re4 remake um but one it's just unbeatable dude and it's hard to contain my excitement because my second favorite is re4 like my favorite version to date is still the wii version just because of the way that that game controlled way better than the fucking playstation version ever did because you never had to worry about you, you you've said it you know that one fucking analog stick that does aiming and moving it's very like jarring yeah, yeah the Wii didn't have that you had control leon like in any modern game but to shoot you just pointed at the screen and you could like almost like a vr game you just shot where you mm. wanted to shoot amazing so number two re4 meaning i can't fucking wait for this remake and just see now i'm going to assume right away it's going to bump <laughs> the original 
right off yeah. and, and take its place. Um, but then it got tricky because I was like, damn, man, where the fuck do I go from here? And mm-hmm. it was really difficult to choose between the uh, 2's remake and 7. But I'm going to give it to 7 mm-hmm. as my number 3 only because that fucking VR mode is oh. one of the most yeah. sweaty, terrifying experiences I ever had. I, I got to play it like on launch night. We we brought it to work at the time and a bunch of us like played it together, which was like a whole thing. I have a lot of good memories of just playing that game multiple mm-hmm. times. And it it being as freaky, I think it's the scariest one out of all of them easily. For I sure. don't think easily. any other well, Resident more Evil than is as like tense. Yeah. Yeah. Um and then obviously I th- I think from there it's like to remake and village because yeah. Village is just a modern four that's i don't think as good but like carrying on what they did in seven that game's fucking awesome well for what i like about village is that village is arranged in a very logical way you've got a hub and spoke situation Mm. where you can go to the different like the houses biomes whatever you want to call it whatever you want to call them right and um and they everything made sense the puzzles were I don't even think, were there even puzzles in Village? Were there a lot of puzzles? I don't even think there were, if I'm thinking back. I was like, what were the puzzles? But I mean, there's a few. You got to drain, like, the, the pool and the, yeah. the castle to and go make the people face Right. There's a few. There's a few. There's a few. There's a few. Puzzles weren't too difficult. The fidelity was obviously there. Lady D, hot as shit. You know, like, there was, it, it had its moments, but I, I think... I think it also got a lot of criticism for a lot of those same things. Mm. It was like, I think people wanted more puzzles and they wanted it to be scarier. Like it wasn't scary really. I don't think it wasn't, you know, like at one point you go into the basement and the enemy you fight is a dude where the top half of his body is a fucking propeller. And I died laughing when I first saw that. That was great. Resident Evil does weird shit, man. And honestly, I'm all for it. I don't want it to be this grounded. They get away with it. Because that's not what it is. And seven, I think, Seven was the most realistic until something like that yeah. happens. Um, the the weird stuff like that and like just the, the beginning, the first like twenty minutes. Spider. The first twenty yeah. minutes of seven like is insane. Well, and, that's what I mean. The the VR yeah. experience of being in the fucking Baker house and trying to escape Jack and then trying to escape Mia. And when she, you remember when you when you kill mm. her with the axe the first time, she like crawls up those fucking stairs. Mm-hmm. Play that in VR one day, please. Yeah. <laughs> that part where you have to physically open a door and look. D- this brought back childhood trauma of running up yeah. your basement steps after you turn off the lights because you, there's just this like something's chasing me. So to yeah. open that door and just see, you don't see her right away. You hear her and you can hear yeah. creaking and you're like, what the fuck? And in VR, you can just make out like her hand and then the other hand and her head. Yeah. She's got this fucking exorcist walk up the stairs that is haunting as shit. And then you end up fighting yeah. her, right? And you you axe her. She falls over. You think she's dead. But then you walk down the hallway later on, and she kind of comes out of that cabinet and grabs your hand, and that's when she's like uh, saws it off with the chainsaw. Mm-hmm. Again, moments like that when you fight her in the attic, th- like real sweat, man. Like, oh, yeah. Like just sweaty armpits the entire so, fucking dude, time. Dude, sweaty armpits when I played it on console. And I was, again, I played all these games when the world was actually deteriorating and we thought there was going to be a zombie takeover in real life. Dude, the opening to two and the... the three. Or three, sorry, because, yeah, three was during the the pandemics. Fucking viral outbreak causes blah, blah, blah. Pandemic across... They used all the terminology we were hearing on the news. I'm like, should I be playing this right now? Is this trauma that i'm just like giving into it <laughs> is insane insane but so many good games like and, and capcom is just so consistent with here's a new mm. game here's a remake here's a new yeah. game here's a remake here's a terrible series no one wants but the, here's another game here's a remake like well okay that brings up a very good very good question so the next thing i really want to dive into is what you honestly think if you were like in the shoes at capcom given everything they've built up to where does it go next? Do we see a Resident Evil 9 or do we see a remake next? And what remake do you think it would be? So because of because we just saw a remake, I think logically they're going to go to 9. I think 9 is either going to be something with Rose expanding on the DLC we just played 
or a new story, but that is still grounded in the mold Mm. universe. Because I think it's really like when we talk about like universes, multiverse or whatever with, with, uh, with canon, it's like, I feel like there's the T virus over here and there's the mold over here. Seven and eight is going down the mold path, still connected to the T virus, but it's yeah, feels like they are a little connected because Chris carries over, but it's yeah, yeah. it's not. It's but not it's like different. One to one, yeah. It's not one to one. So I think if they did nine, they should either they should either do nine, kind of the way they did six, but do it better, and stay on the T virus side, hmm. or keep going down the mold route, but pick a lane. Don't try to like merge them too much. It might be weird. My opinion. The other thing I would love for them to do is to take Resident Evil 1. I never played this other game, but it would make so much sense to do this. Combine Resident Evil 1 and Resident Evil 0 into one game oh, remade dude. on the RE engine. So what I was going to say, I, I agree with you. I think I think 9 is the logical next step. Just it's mm-hmm. It's just based on the precedent they've set with how they're doing this. But mm-hmm. that aside, I think when it comes to remakes, I I have a theory that they're going to do one next. I don't think they're going to combine. I think that's a fucking cool idea because really it, zero Zero's takes place just yeah. before, literally hours before number one happens. And Rebecca, mm-hmm. who is like the most underrated character ever is sure in both is. games. Like you, you can, yeah. you can combine those for sure. Um, I, I'd be surprised if they did, but I think they're going to do one next. The only reason I say that, is because I think most people are like, no, they're going to do like as remakes, they're going to do five next, right? I don't think you can do five in a in a in today's thing. I, they could. I just think it would be more confusing to release five with Chris Redfield and Shava and mm-hmm. fucking in Africa doing what they're doing without having the backstory of one, because. Yeah. They they did three. You don't which know who Wesker kind of, is right now. We don't know who Wesker is. No one knows who the fuck Resident Wesker Evil. is. Yeah, and that he plays a massive role in five. But Jill also comes back. Spoilers, and mm. like we set up Jill in three. It, I think pretty well. That game was very short and and kind of underwhelming. But everyone knows mm. who Jill is now. So, what makes more sense? Releasing five and having all this confusion about. Not only who is Chris, okay, well, here's what he's all about, blah, blah, blah. Jill, oh, yeah, I remember Jill from 3, but why is she missing? And then cutting back to uh, Spencer Mansion events that lead to her going missing in 5. Albert Wesker is a complete unknown. All these things Mm -hmm. are going to be so fucking confusing. If they go back and do, oh, so help me God, if they give the (laughs) RE engine treatment to 1 and leave it. they will. Dude, they don't have to do fucking anything anything they can keep that ps4 version that you have of of one and maybe mm-hmm. get rid of the uh the locked camera angles maybe that's the only thing you change bring everything else like the ui the way you switch weapons all that stuff keep that with the the modern remakes mm-hmm. but the gameplay what you do how you navigate the spencer mansion how you unlock things how you progress the puzzles, what, yeah. what chris's story is like what jill's story is like because we have if you remember just like two, the A and B scenario, mm. bring all of it back, the exact fucking same, then do five. And I think, given five's history, I think they can make that game fucking killer if they set it up properly. I think so too. I think that they'd have to look at the sales from two. I think if two sold well and continued to sell well, that for a certain period of time, I think they would do one because one is going to be a very similar game, whereas seven and eight are different. Like Village is different. Um, three remake, two remake. They'd have to look at those sales and be like, okay, it supports that people want this. Uh, yeah, I think, I think that'd be incredible. I think they could fold in zero. I think they could do it because to do Zero's zero on great. its own you've seems never, you've weird. never played zero. I've never right? played zero, Ooh, but dude, I but that... I I've watched videos. I've watched a lot of YouTube about it, but I've never played it myself. So back back in the day, we had like one, two, and three were all very similar, right? Three was even mm-hmm. more linear back in the day without so much backtracking zero is kind of this mesh of like a ton of backtracking right off the beginning but you're on a fucking train so Mm -hmm. the way that that game kind of 
I don't know, I don't want to say freaks you out, like gives you that inner panic of navigating, that stress of like, I don't want to go in this room again because I'm going to have to fight motherfucking whatever, right? Instead of having an alternate route like you do in one or two, you unlock that door that now gives you an easier path to navigate the police station. It was a fucking train car. You had to go in a in a yeah, literal yeah. linear fashion down a line. So if you were in the caboose and you were like, "Fuck, dude, I gotta go to the engine room. Like, I gotta pass yeah, every yeah. single like I I didn't kill that one guy because I didn't want to deal with it or I didn't have ammo or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Right? You have to, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it, it creates this. Um, it creates <laughs> tension. It creates Three resource strategy, management. Yeah. All these fucking things. And here's the cool thing that you. I don't know if you realize about that game. You actually, it's the only Resident Evil I remember that does this. You can hot swap characters. So there's two characters you play as, but with the touch of a button, you switch between each of them. Oh, interesting. So that actually creates a lot of cool things. Like one mechanic I remember is you are in like, I don't know, you're in like the restaurant, like the bar, whatever. I remember there being food and there's a dumb waiter. And as Billy, one of the characters you play, you're at the bottom and Rebecca has access because she's small to like the upper deck. And you have to, in order to unlock a door, pass things through the dumbwaiter in sequence like a puzzle oh, like in order tentacle. to progress. Dude, fucking so cool. It's so cool. So, damn, to it's not all on a train by the way you do end up like getting off and it becomes, you basically, it's like Spencer Mansion 2.0. You're in like a big like house basically mansion for lack of a a better word um to combine those would be fucking cool and especially to see i think rebecca's story in one you only ever see i i can't remember if it's jill or chris because one of them gets injured and you have to play i think it's chris because you play as rebecca in one Mm. while chris is like infected or whatever but they never really explained where the fuck Rebecca came from until Zero came out. And you're like, oh, okay. Like, right. <laughs> she was part of another unit off doing shit and then came to the mansion. So um, it'd be super be cool. cool. It'd be super cool if they did that together. Like, they could make one giant game to get together with that. What would they call well, it? Each one's one. One plus zero. Hours. Zero plus Resident one. Evil 10. One and zero together <laughs> oh, God, is 10. <laughs> and, and, dude, the timing would work out perfectly because nine would True, be the next yeah. entry in the mole. I guess they could. It would be and really then they'd be like, Resident Evil 10. No, wait, it's not 10. And the one and the zero starts separating on the screen into their this, own respective This games. is the perfect opportunity for what I was saying on you know last I mean? week's show. The guy can be like Resident Evil 1 plus zero or something fucking really stupid where you're like, really, dude? <laughs> I just want one game where he says right? that. Like if we I boot up that game tonight and he says the remake at the end of Resident Evil 4, yeah game of the year like obviously for sure obviously i think it's gonna be that anyways there's one title that i'm surprised and i think you just completely forgot about which is totally fair i want to know if it changes your rankings once i say this and that is resident evil outbreak oh yeah you remember those fucking games file one and two i do remember those games oh that does change my ranking oh no because so that, I, I, I think if I think for me that would come as number six. Like yeah. if I were to do a top I, ten, fair. I could keep yeah. going down and with like revelations. Forgot and about stuff. outbreak, dude. Yeah, well that outbreak was so brilliant was though. It's like great. It's like use this character to get this item, which unlocks this, this thing. The next character, they're only they can only get this other item. It was just like we were saying with uh, Rebecca and Billy with the dumbwaiter. Brilliant, brilliant concept for a game. When you had a time limit too, I think each map yeah. you had. 10 minutes something like that each character had their own unique item that would like do this crazy ass shit and like it, it completely different maps too right like in the bar you could be the police officer or the waitress or yeah. the the random joe schmo but then like you could go back to the police station and place four different other characters like yeah and online code you use one the right one to get ever. the right thing yeah yeah, yeah. dude we gotta give it to capcom like they don't hold back they're just full on. They're like the same. It's like they went to school with the people who make Oreos, you know, like there's just no fucks given. They're just like, dude, this, the psychos who work on Oreo, like the different flavors that come out. Are you kidding me? Oreos, the most unhinged shit ever. There's you can get like normal flavors like caramel or mint, 
But then you go real psycho, and it's like the Lady Gaga special edition sparkle <laughs> fucking Oreo. Like it's I, the birthday Oreo cake ones swings were for the fences. I thought those would be good. They were disgusting. Dude, so many of them are gross. But here's the thing. I admire when a company swings for the fences, even if they strike out. Yeah. And that's Capcom. Capcom will swing and <laughs> just try anything. And some of it is fucking terrible. The Revelations games. And Outbreak no, is good. No, they aren't terrible. Like, are you insane? Have you played Revelations? Yeah. Revelations, Revelations is not, great. They're not as good as the mainline entries. My point is not everything is this very carefully curated yeah. AAA experience. They kind of just like, Oh, let's do this. Let's do that. Let's do our reverse and call it reverse. Let's like, that they'll just do, game. they'll do crazy stuff to keep players engaged. I appreciate that. Did you play resident evil code Veronica? I did not. So when I was going through all the resident evils code Veronica and zero, either weren't available on the store or were too much. And I was like, I don't want to pay $45 for a game that's 20 years old. Um, so I didn't play. Those are the only two I didn't play was Code Veronica and Zero. That's fair. I played uh, basically every other one. Oh, Survivor. I thought that Resident Evil... Sur- uh, is this what I'm thinking of? Survivor? Yeah, the first person shooter so what did i call it because it's called both names just like how it's biohazard in japan and it's resident evil here um fuck resident evil survivor was like the worst game ever because it was a first person shooter before first person shooters really had any prevalence at all you were talking Um, about the the burned one i think i did play that one a little bit it was it was bad dead aim that's another one bad fuck dude the umbrella chronicles i was telling um I was explaining this to Derek the other day about the Umbrella Chronicles and Dark Side Chronicles. This was fucking the shit. So back on the Wii, and you remember the prime days of the Nintendo Wii. Um, mm-hmm. This was like basically House of the Dead at the arcades, but for Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. So you had your I fucking gun. Yeah, yeah. You would fire at the screen. You had to reload by like aiming off of the screen and all that shit. But those games were great because they revisited every game up to i think four i don't think they did five and six but one to four was covered so you went back to spencer mansion you went through the police Mm. station you went through the village you did all these things but house of the dead style with your fucking gun and just like right capping people that's kind of cool and i think they had a special edition like resident evil plastic thing that held the wiimote if i remember oh probably there was like a plastic pistol you could buy to yeah god there's a lot i'm just looking at the lists online right now there's a lot of resident evil games we, we've covered most of them right um but goddamn, i'm glad that this one hit though i'm glad that four has been received the way it did because that was my one worry is how fucking weird it is people are just gonna be yeah. like what the fuck like what why and it's like but so that's what resident evil was built on motherfucker like the, this weird ass story of this village that just worship it worships this like disease for lack of a better word, the infection, whatever you want to call Mm. it. Um, dude, we got an hour. We got one hour and this shit, this shit drops. I know. I'm pretty excited. I don't know how late I can stay up though, man. I got work tomorrow. I'm getting old, you know, got to put that shit down around like 1am and really just like get some sleep. You're going to be up till four. No, I kind of fucked up because we have plans tomorrow with some friends who like I haven't seen in a while and that's great, but I'm going to be up late. Not going to have any time to play tomorrow. And then you and I made plans for some reason tomorrow or uh, on Saturday. So we're not going to, neither of us are going to be able to play. Well, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. (laughs) But Saturday, but Saturday is like a video game gathering. You, me, Jacob and Julian. And we're just going to like eat pizza, drink beer and play video games. So if we want to do an hour, of Resident Evil 4 with those guys, they will play that game. I want to see Julian play it. Because he, he shakes in his boots right? with horror games, right? Well, here's the, he does. But here's the thing, man. You know how you go to school with guys, or girls for that matter, that were naturally athletically talented? Do you know any mm. of these people? Yeah, he's like really or good at like, games for no reason. Never, yeah, like you've never played football, <laughs> but you can throw a perfect spiral. You know what I mean? Or you've never played baseball, but you can crank one out of the park. He's like that with video games. He can pick up any video game. He's bringing a cabinet game for us to play. He's got like a half cabinet game. 
and he's going to bring it over. So yeah, we'll play. We'll play a little bit, but it won't be your focused headphones yeah, yeah, on yeah. in your living room, completely into an experience. Yeah, that's a whole different fucking, um, a whole different thing. The last thing I want to say about Resident Evil Four specifically, if anyone listening is playing it, there's one thing that I did not realize, and the the demo even had it. And it's a feature that you you have to turn on because it's kind of dumb that they don't do it automatically. Mm-hmm. Um, hair strands. Go into your settings, go to visuals, and turn on hair strands because it literally uses this fucking crazy-ass technology that Capcom has to make realistic-looking hair. And mm-hmm. it doesn't affect your performance as long as you have the frame rate like enabled as, as your, your mode. Mm-hmm. So why the fuck wouldn't it be on? I don't know, but anyone going to play this yourself included turn on fucking hair strands because it looks dope we're gonna do a weird place we're gonna do a weird place where <laughs> like Leon's that's hair. the conversation we're having you know <laughs> leon's got some really nice hair okay like it already looks like a vidal sassoon commercial and you're telling me there's an <laughs> option they put in just to make it crazier yep yep it's good time but anywho we can't wait Yep, I'm I'm excited. I'm gonna go downstairs and uh, and make sure that shit is ready to go at midnight. But until then, that's gonna be it from us. Everyone, go fucking play Resident Evil Four. What are you doing? Um, and thank you for listening. As always, we'll catch you guys next week. The opinions, beliefs, and viewpoints on the Pixel Candy Podcast are those of the hosts and the hosts alone. The Pixel Candy Podcast does not reflect the opinions or views of either Amazon Inc. or Eastside Games Group.